Welcome to the Whatnot Podcast, where we put the what into whatnot live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. on Facebook and YouTube. <laughs> if you ever want to know what popcorn sounded like. <laughs> Good evening. It's Wednesday at 9 p.m. This is the Whatnot Podcast. I'm Mike Z. I'm Chris. What not? We're here, believe it or not, or and today, whatever. Today we're joined with Chris of a different spelling, so this should be nice and confusing. I guess we'll have to come up with some kind of code. K Riss or C Riss. Let's uh, let's have a let's have a chat. A lot of people uh, no. just call me Kurtch. <clears throat> yeah, we could probably get away with that. Since I'll, I'll, I'll mispronounce us. it. Sounds good. <laughs> what we have here? Oh, we have Mr. Connors. Daddy, he is here and accounted for. And he says, I bet you still haven't watched the beginning of Game of Thrones and compare the intro. I haven't. No. <laughs> it's on the list of things to do on a Sunday eventually. So, yeah, like Mr. I said, just go, go find the intro and that's it. Just, you don't have to watch anything else. Just stop there. All right. Yeah, that'd be fine with me. It is a good like, intro. I will say that. Thanks, sir. Chris did all the work. I just have to change the uh, the episode number, you know, five minutes before we go live. That's how this works. Yeah, so it used to be weekly. He would have some new recipe Easter egged in there somewhere, but time escapes him. So oh, now we're still just... in there. If you ever pay attention to the train station, mm-hmm. I always put them in. There's one on the left and one on the right as it's flowing through. So it's hard to All see. Right. But if you pause it, you'll see it. My favorite, and the reason I started that was because of uh, Mr. Kyle Ely. Um, he had you, of course, you've heard of him with learnyourcnc.com. But <laughs> with Kyle, um, I put in there that CNC isn't real woodworking, like grow a pair or something like that. So I was just having fun with it. And then ever since then, everyone's gotten one. Nice. Oh, yes. Yeah, you can type. I see someone's already hit the shine. Good evening, Kyle. There he is. Speak of the devil. Yeah. So, so Chris with a C has disappeared for a moment. Well, he's gone. I'll be back momentarily, says the voice with a shadow echoing. Let's talk about him while he's not here. So, uh, Kirch, we'll go with that. So tell us about the Tinker Workshop. How did you get started in this field? How did you start producing content and making things for people? Because we have, there's a lot of things that you do. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, I, you know, like a lot of people, uh, I've kind of tinkered most of my life. Um, but probably more recently, when I moved up to Virginia in what was it, 2011, um, I started working for Bush Gardens. So that was kind of when I got my first taste of CNC work and kind of coming up with crazy things and doing all sorts of projects. So after leaving there, I was like, I've got to keep this going. Um, bought, uh, bought an X carb at the time, um, and just did what I could. Um, and now like I kind of, kind of came up with a, a little slogan for myself was we make crazy possible. Cause I just love crazy ideas and, you know, kind of bringing them to life. So, um, you'll see, uh, from all my content is, is rarely, the same thing twice um, there's true. always some sort of variety which i mean is a blessing and a curse um you know I, 
sometimes it's hard to kind of nail down exactly what I do, but uh, it also leaves the door open for just about anything. I'm, I'm kind of a open door when it comes to, to fun ideas and seeing what we can do. So. No, and I kind of like, that's the reason why it's the tinker workshop because everything is possible. Yeah. Originally when I was coming up with the name, you know, you, you kind of go tinker wood shop or, you know, woodcrafting or what, you know, something like that. And I didn't want to kind of pigeon my hold myself just into that one genre of, of stuff. Cause uh, there's a lot that I can do. So. That's awesome. Chris, yeah. welcome back. Hey, you know, and I, I was so good. I wanted to come back in and see it a second time. That makes editing so much easier. I want to appreciate you for that. I am here to help. John, good evening. John and Michelle, if Michelle's watching. Uh, bathroom banter. Not quite sure. Missed something there. But hey, yes, the best theme park. Never been. Never been. Uh, I was always a King's Dominion kid. So. Okay. Yeah, I've you know I've I've lived here since 2011. I've yet to go to King's Dominion. Oh, it's don't go in August. I can tell you that. <laughs> it's the only time we ever seem to go. But there was so back in the day, my my family worked for IBM, and they would have a King's Dominion day. So that's the only reason we okay. ever went. But I'll never forget the one year where it was August. It was hot. Everyone was miserable. It was like why why do we even bother? But mm -hmm. then our, a thunderstorm came, and all the water rides were empty. So it was like that's all we did. Yeah. Quality entertainment. Nice. But at Bush Gardens, what did you do that had you into the CNCs and everything? So I originally started there um, uh, in fireworks. Uh, I did a couple of their nightly fireworks shows um, and was just a basic technician, kind of worked my way up um, into the special effects department and became a special effects supervisor. They had just bought a brand new four by eight CNC gorgeous. It was still shrink wrapped when I uh, kind of came on board and nobody knew how to use it. I had interest in CNC um, and just kind of, they let me have full reign of it. They're like, go ahead, figure it out. You know? Um, so cool. they, they, they bought it with no idea of how to operate it. Um, and then, you know, we went from just doing some like basic signage to I was building custom costume pieces and um, just all sorts of set design. I mean, we did giant um, uh, like brick walls, like they rethemed an entire section of the park in this like old brick. And I just I routed it all out of foam and made it kind of all interlocked together. So you never saw seams and. It was it was quite crazy. Um, I got to do a lot of a lot of fun stuff with that. That is cool. So I do have a picture yeah. of the uh, fireworkness. Is this is this there? <laughs> no, um, this was actually two years ago. Uh, no, three. Okay. This is 2019. Um, that is in Newport News, Virginia. Uh, that was our Fourth of July show. So I fr I freelance for a fireworks company. Um, so I professionally do fireworks on the side. Um, uh, so I'm the crew lead for, this is one of three shows that I do over 4th of July weekend. Wow. So you, wow. And, you do three this, shows 4th of July weekend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we've got one, uh, one on the third and then two on the fourth. Um, and we split up the crew and, um, that show right there, that barge show is about a half hour long. 
and I'm on that barge, maybe like 15, 20 feet back is where I'm shooting from. Okay. So I always wondered how you could see in the dark other than letting the fireworks light it up for you if there was an issue. But now I see it's mm -hmm. an LED headlamp. Giant headlamp, yeah. And, and the pirate flag, just curious, just for fun. So the year prior, we one of, one of my guys on the crew brought the pirate flag out and somebody got a, a little upset about it. So they took it down and we ended up getting stormed out. Um, so now we kind of made it a hard and fast rule that pirate flag goes up and we have a good show. There you so go. That's a good luck. It's been charm. tradition since. Yeah. Cool. That's fun. Oh, let's see. Sympathize Bush Gardens. In fact, I bought it and don't know how to use it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we have. Oh, so there'll be eventually on that one. Uh, and yeah, the demolition. Uh -huh. man, there you go. You really should bring three seashells on the boat with you next time. That would be hilarious. There you go. All right. I'll say how. Okay, so I'm curious as the because there's a lot of branding irons. Mm -hmm. So is that CNC related? It is, yes. Um, that honestly started uh, as most things do started as an accident. Um, I was doing guitar templates at the time and i was like man this would be a great thing to to have my name on as it's you know going out the door um and so i start actually started doing that i was milling branding irons on my x card um which if you know anything about them they are not very rigid not very reliable but i was doing it um and I, so i i built my first one excuse me um on my x card and just shared that I was doing it. And from there, people kind of got interested um, and started making them. Um, I had for a little while I teamed up with another guy and he kind of was selling them uh, as I was um, cutting them out, shipping them out. Um, but I'm back to just doing it myself now. Um, and that's kind of turned into, I've done a few stamps for doing texture in glass uh for a local glass artist um and then uh just started doing one as a wax stamp so all the same stuff just different mediums that they're getting pressed into so but it's all still like brass mm -hmm. it's all brass yeah cool yeah great something new i want to try i can Is help there a you special out bit? Is there a special bit um, you would use for brass versus regular wood or something oh yeah um so i'm using a, a single flute uh upcut um either eighth inch or 16th inch uh to clear out most of the material and then i use a 60 degree uh split v so it's it's a v bit uh at that 60 degree angle but uh when you turn it on its side it's uh half of the bit is uh cut out uh to help clear chips um i got that from cleveland bit company they were the ones that kind of guided me through that um i had actually done a workbench con with them so that's kind of how i got hooked up with them and they're really great guys so um yeah that's stuff i mean i'll plow through brass at 45 50 inches a minute mm -hmm. on my machine and it just takes a beating and keeps on going so 
that's cool. I wonder if Amanda yeah. has anything like that because uh, Mr. Chris Miller says Cedar Point, baby. <laughs> it's been a while since I've been to Cedar Point. A long time. Probably when, when I was a kid. What it, What is it? I don't know. Cedar it's Point. an amusement park. Yeah, oh, it's okay. another. It's a, a, yeah. Oh my gosh, they're everywhere. They are. I think that one's in Ohio, isn't it? Cedar Point. I think so. <clears throat> But uh, yeah, I think I think I've seen Amana have them. Um, I've I've just had these for a while. They're also double sided, um, so uh, they're about the same cost that I've seen for single sided bits, and yeah, you obviously get twice the life out of it. So that's that's really nice. Yeah, it is. Uh, let's see. So, do you is this turning? This is not turning. Um, this is probably one of the first. 3D things that I designed. Um, I can't. I can't remember if I did this in Fusion. Um, this was a while ago. I actually made that for my dad, um, and then I milled it on the CNC out of um, some wormy maple that I had left over. Yeah. So if you're listening at home, it's a uh, large, looks like a you know salsa and chip bowl. It's got pistachios in it, and apparently someone's had some. Yeah. Got to have a used shell area. Yeah, my dad my dad loves pistachios. And I was like, oh, this would be a cool idea. I've never seen anything like this. So I came up with that. Well, what do you know? There's something in Sandusky, Ohio, but other than Tommy Boy. Every time <laughs> I hear Sandusky, it's the first thing I think of is Callahan brake parts. I knew that's yep. where you were going to go. Absolutely. <laughs> I am the fat guy in this little jacket. What is the depth per pass with brass? Asked John. Um, I think I'm taking. I think I'm taking about forty, between twenty and forty thousandths per pass. Um, with with the clearing bits, with my eighth inch or my sixteenth, uh, um, with. Um, with the V bit. So my final depth is about 60 thou. Um, and I can do that in one pass. Sweet. It's, it's pretty awesome. And that's, that's on, um, uh, I'm, I'm running a Axiom CNC. So as long as you got something nice and rigid, um, you shouldn't have a problem with that. Now I've got, I 3d printed a little chip fan that slides onto the collet. So that helps clear chips out too. And you want to clear those out when they're metal, you know, other yeah. than wood. Yeah. So yeah. which uh, Axiom do you have? Uh, I have the AR8 Pro. Um, this is, uh, Chris and I were talking a little earlier. I think it's about three versions mm-hmm. from current. Um, but um, so the liquid cooled spindle, I've got the laser for it. It can take the fourth axis. I don't have one because, you know, they're pricey um and i'm cheap (laughs) and and it really only has a you know certain functions if you get yourself into that field that's cool but at the same time yeah i thought about you know what you know if i were to get it what what would i use it for would it fit into the the types of projects that i do and it just didn't it didn't really match up uh anything it would really just be a kind of a fun novelty for me which i honestly thought 
the laser would be a fun novelty and it's actually been a way more useful than I thought. Yeah, the only way I would I would probably be very interested in a fourth axis is if I had a couple grand and went and bought a 3D camera and could take 3D images of projects and then throw them on the rotary and watch them transform. Yeah. One of the I mean, probably the most common thing that I've seen is people that do like high end furniture or, you know, um remodels and you know they're they're making like you know railing parts mm. and you know custom you know furniture legs and stuff like that it's just not something i'm interested in something a hundred years ago someone had to do by hand for three weeks yeah, yeah. Well, well the nice thing is connor's daddy is his machine's older than yours which means you could do this too there you go <laughs> yeah and you know I mean, I, yes, I make branding irons. Yes, that's something that I, you know, um, I do and sell. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm a pretty open book. Like if if anybody has questions, I'm, I'm very happy to help people out and, you know, do whatever it is that they want to do. I don't, I don't feel like I have like a, a lock on that market. So. And don't give away your secrets. (laughs) So what is this here? This looks like maple. Uh, yep. Um, this was, uh, something that I did for, um, a local guy that was making a, um, a display box, uh, for some military members. Um, I did not design this, uh, but I did cut it out. Um, there's actually a really, really awesome site and I've got it bookmarked somewhere, but they have 3d models of just about every military branch uh insignia shield whatever it is that you can think of um prices were fairly reasonable you know maybe like 15 bucks 20 bucks for a 3d model um through that in vcar pro and went to town on it um yeah uh, they came out really good yeah i mean it doesn't even look like you need much sanding that's clean yeah um you know cleared all that with you know uh, flat end mills and then went back over with a ball. Uh, probably could have gotten better detail with a tapered end mill, but I, I, I don't have any. We know a guy. <laughs> uh, well, I did look at this one for the CNC, but there looks like guitar mm-hmm. parts on here. Yeah, these were custom templates that I did for someone. Um, I've done, uh, I don't know that, I don't think these were for Walsh now. Um, I've done a lot of stuff for Walsh guitars. Um, he's been a fantastic guy to work with. Um, I, and this is, uh, honestly, guitar templates is what got me my start. Uh, cause I had always wanted to build a guitar. Um, and, uh, I mean, I play, um, it's, so that was kind of what started my, uh, CNC journey. Once I left Bush, uh, was doing that and with actually look, I, where is it? That one uh, I built. Um, that one I, I did on the CNC, um, which was super, super fun to do. Absolutely. That'll be, that's, that's one day down the road for me, building a guitar. Yeah. I got to learn how to play it's, first. It's satisfying. I mean, once it's, once it's done, um, yeah, being able to play it. I mean, you mm-hmm. got to be able to do that. But I got to build it first in order to be able to play it, right? It's kind of like a <laughs> kind of like a chicken and the egg scenario. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see what else. Okay, so we do have these boxes, and these boxes you okay. created the inlays. I did. Uh, so um, the top portions there with the A and the S uh, were sent to me along with the matching uh, wood. So I did uh, uh, V-carve inlays on both of those. I wish I made those boxes, the whole box, because it was absolutely gorgeous work. Uh, but I, I can at least claim that I, I did the inlays on those. Yeah. And the grain matches, I mean, as far as the species, so it looks really, it looks great. Yeah. If there's anything would draw your attention away from the beautiful wood, it would be the beautiful inlays on top of the box. Mm-hmm. You're so funny. Huh. But let me ask you this, though. Yeah. Where where was the stress level and the nerves on cutting that right? It, it's pretty high, you know, because, I mean, anytime a client sends me the wood, you know, they're very specific. You know, that was all, he had that all cut out already perfectly sized for that box. Um, so I really only had one shot to do it. Um, uh, usually I'll, I'll grab some scrap, um, just some plywood or something that I've got laying around. Um, and I'll, I'll run it first. Um, I'll run both sides, make sure everything's locking in real good before I actually get it up there and then double, triple check that I've set my origin correct i've definitely set my z height correct um everything is matching up and and then go for it um i get a little little overly compulsive about that but um it it, it pays off in the end well yeah because once something goes wrong the machine doesn't know any better exactly and if you forget and I, I mean i've had that happen mm-hmm. i was <clears throat> Because uh, Chris, yeah, had I was engraving a. Uh, oh yeah, I've I've had that happen. That's no fun. Um, yeah, I was engraving a large uh, live edge slab. Uh, thank goodness it was probably three or four inches thick, and I I screwed up the inlay on uh, on that, uh, but I was able to still surface it down and salvage it and redo it. So that. Uh, Thank, thankful for that but you know it happens you learn you stay honest with the client mm. and keep on going there you go so it became a three-quarter inch tabletop <laughs> I, I had a client one time want me to use his lumber to to do his project and when he showed up at my house with the lumber it had been cut like the week or two prior oh. and i'm like um i i i can't can't use this wood to build your your piece because part of this is going to be quarter inch thick and um the by the time it cuts out it's going to be a horseshoe by the, before it even gets back to the table <laughs> yep <clears throat> see me in a year <laughs> well he thought i was trying to sell him on upsell him and getting you know when i said look here's the deal trust me right. and then he finally researched it and he called me back and said look just go go buy what you need and let's move forward. So part of, That's part good. of customer relations and education. <clears throat> so, and I encouraged him to go home and research what happens with wet wood when it's cut into thin strips. Yep. Before it's properly. It doesn't. Play nice. it doesn't. <laughs> uh, and so, okay. Uh, a guitar part, obviously. 
Um, it looks like yeah. pick guard. It's a yeah, pick guard for a bass guitar. Um, this was actually for a, a buddy of mine. He couldn't find a replacement pick guard um, in the color that he wanted. So he got a blank um, and I reverse engineered it um, to, to make it match for guitar specifically. Um, and cut it out. Uh oh, the other Chris seems yeah, all muffled. <laughs> and so we'll we've got uh, Chris with Tinker Workshop <laughs> on tonight, and uh, we were just talking about the pick guard. Uh, maybe eventually his uh, camera will unfreeze. Yeah. And there he goes. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. Oh no! Barely here. Yeah, it's, hey, there we he go. Moved. You're moving now. Oh, it's like um, that's, that's a good time. Uh, what is it called? Uh, Pick motion or motion stop motion camera. Stop motion. Yeah, yeah, we got. To, we'll, I see a hand. I see five fingers. We, we got stop motion going on. And welcome to the I'll broadcast. The uh, you know, at, yeah. at least it doesn't sound like uh, Max Hedstrom tonight. So, you know, we had that comment. It's like watching Max Hedstrom. Hedstrom. Yeah, there we go. But nothing like listening to it from Joel Crawford. Yeah. <sighs> Still got the hand. Oh. And we're back. Oh, he's, pun he's, he's changing we settings. Punching buttons. You know, live streams. This is how it works. It's it happens. All right, you got yeah, me. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, now you're oh, now you're crystal clear. Look at you go. Beautiful, beautiful. All right. So uh yeah, pit guard. Yeah, I had a question guard. about the pit guard. Mm -hmm. Um, so you said you reverse engineered it and he mm -hmm. your friend got the color that he wanted. That's kind of where we got to. And yeah. then the holes, how did you go about drilling those holes? Did you do that on the CNC? I did. Yeah. So I went through, um, and this takes, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm sure there's a, a trick to figuring out, uh, how to do that chamfer. Um, but I, I kind of just do trial and error sometimes. So I took a blank section of, you know, that I wasn't going to cut and figure it out just whatever my depth with my 90 degree V bit would be. But um, yeah, I just went through with like a little 16th, uh, end mill, cut out the actual diameter. And then I went back with the V bit and just kind of, uh, plunge drilled those, um, to, to get the, uh, the countersink on them. Perfect. Yeah. Cause Chris just had a video on YouTube that he posted all about drill bits or well, drilling mm -hmm. holes. And yeah, I, uh, I actually really like that video. Um, cause I've, I've definitely had a hard time drilling and, um didn't, didn't know there was a specific one that i could use on the cnc so that was uh very helpful yeah i like the full full range of all the bits the speeds everything sizes it kind of you could see it, it almost looked like a, a grid because you could see where there was this perfect line of symmetry where everything was good to go until you get to yeah. the half inch bit and then you, you got to make some serious changes in your settings but i expected that but i you know you're you're traveling into the unknown here. There's wild wilderness and there was nothing out there. So you're like, all right, I'll figure yeah. it out. And if I don't, then I'll put it on YouTube anyway and say, whatever you do, don't do that. I don't care. That was probably me when I first started doing the branding irons. I I definitely went through a lot of bits for sure. It happens. Yeah. It's all a learning curve. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. What else? That's the I fun part here? of it. That's right. Other than the expense of that learning curve, mm -hmm. 
And and I, yeah. I've cheated on the CNC with drilling in in things where I wasn't exactly sure. I just do a slight tick mark with a V bit, and then come back and hand drill mm-hmm. it later. And you know that usually works out okay if I'm not sure what size hole I'm going to need, and, unless it's That's plexiglass, true. which just epically failed me because it chunked out. But hey, you know it's, it's only money and time. I mean, what else are you going to do? That's it. Yeah, yeah only money yeah. and time. Uh, Mr. Sterling Davis asks, could that be done on a scroll saw? He's asking for a friend. Uh, the pick guard, I'm assuming. Sure. I mean, why not? I mean, you could take the old one, stick it on top of, of your, your blank and trace it, cut it out on a bandsaw, drill your holes. I mean, absolutely. I mean, that's that stuff's not very – I mean, it's maybe three sixteenths thick. Um, that'll, that'll cut like butter on a bandsaw. Mm-hmm. Go for what's it. The, what's the material? It, it's plastic. Okay. It's a layered plastic. So if you look at the, around the edges and inside those chamfers, um, you'll see, uh, a layer of the, the blue. And then I think it's a white, black, white. Um, they, they come, yeah, I'm looking yeah. White, black, yeah. white. Here's what we need they to do. They come in all different we, styles. We, we've got Mr. Amana watching tonight. So what we need to tell him to do is come up with a flush trim O flute bit. Mm. An upcut flush trim O flute bit. You'd sell dozens. <laughs> yeah. Million dollars in, in, in design and R and D you would sell dozens of them. It might be, might be more because honestly, that's what I would do if I yeah. if someone brought me a pit guard. I would take the old one, cut my new one slightly larger, and figure out what flush trim bit's going to leave me the best edge. The only the only problem I see with that, at least specifically with a pit guard, is that forty five chamfer on the outside comes all the way down to the bottom. Mm-hmm. So your your edge is is very thin to where you'd be able to get that bearing or that that riding surface. Well, see, you can make a template from the original. Just be careful and use the template with mm-hmm. uh, the bearing ride would ride on your template. There you go. But oh, let's see. Hmm. Um, a good tip too for anybody that's wanting to do something like that. Um, I particularly like to scan whatever it is in, scan it to a PDF, mm-hmm. um, and you'll get a perfect one-to-one sizing. Um, it's worked flawlessly for me for years. Uh, he, Mister Mister Mana, as we call him now, he said, "Send me an email on that. He'll forget by Monday because." <laughs> He's semi-retired, so he's not going to be back to work for That's a while. That's okay. I'll just call Frank and make it happen. Oh, ouch. You had to go. I'll there. still send you the email. I'll, I'll copy you on it when I email Frank. Copy yeah. it, yeah. yeah. Copy I was it. talking to Chris last yeah. night. He said, you can make this happen, Frank. Uh, we want a no-flute bit with a bearing on the end. <laughs> oh, did he now? I can hear him. I can so hear yeah. him. All right, so if you have an old pit guard, what about a pattern bit, asked John. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we just mm-hmm. talked about that. I, mean, I thought so, but yeah. I just thought I'd throw it up there. It's 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 doable, for sure. Um, like, you know, like Chris said, you can make a template from it and follow that or just be really slow and careful um, and, and try and use it, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much kind of yep. same idea, Sterling. Just if you add a bearing to the bit, that's a great idea, yep. Sterling. We should have thought about that five minutes ago. Oh, <laughs> well, there could be a slight delay. I don't remember what I have it set to. 
Wouldn't that be yeah. interesting to find out? <laughs> or you um, just great mind, scan it and like cut it. it on the CNC. Yep. Or you could yeah, do what you did and just figure it out and cut it all out on the CNC. You don't have to worry about anything. There you go. Just walk away and come back. You know what I do like about it? It looks like ice cubes. It does. It's really cool. Uh, I mean, in person, it, it looks even better. Yeah, cameras don't do that stuff justice. No. Um, so we'll t- we got a few more pictures here. Um, oh. Real quick, our Redneck <laughs> Engineering of the Month. <laughs> this is a lawnmower on what looks like two-by-fours and a picnic table. <laughs> yep. That is you, that is an accurate statement. Were you sharpening the blades? I I was yeah removing the blades to sharpen them up. Now there's a story behind this, and uh, our people who watch would remember this gentleman from a few weeks ago. So feel free to share mm-hmm. the story if you like. The bus is backing up. Uh, <laughs> I I, can't, I honestly yeah I I can't remember. so Zach uh, Southern Ginger Workshop. Um, I, I feel like he had posted something super sketchy here. You know, we kind of go back and forth. Um, and, uh, I, I kind of decided to up the ante with the sketch factor, um, and grab a couple two by fours and run my lawnmower up to, you know, hop under there and get the blades off. I think it works just fine. I mean, as long as it holds. It It holds. So uh, now that Chris has left again, we and I noticed John had made this comment and, and we had talked chamfer on that last bit. So mm-hmm. we have to ask the question that we ask everybody. Are you team chamfer or team roundover? For yourself personally, something that you would yeah. pick one over the other. So if you asked me this probably two or three years ago, I would say team roundover. But... I I have definitely switched to Team Chamfer. Um, I had man right there. I did a a a really big cutting board for uh, it was actually for a fundraiser, and I was like, you know, I'm going to do some really big chamfers on this, and it looked amazing. And I ever since then, I mean, I I personally I I I love geometric shapes and. Uh, all of that. So the sharp corners um, is definitely, definitely something I'm I'm a fan of. I'm glad I wasn't here for that conversation because all I heard when I was leaving was <laughs> Team Chamfer. And we'll show it one more time. He said two or three years ago it would have been uh, Roundover, mm-hmm. but you know, once yep. you go Chamfer, I'm telling you. Now on a cutting board, I don't know if you uh, did. You get to use it, or did you just you know give it away for the fundraiser? I, I did not get to use it. Um, that was that was given away uh, for the fundraiser. So one thing I found very interesting about a chamfer and the reason I started using it more, especially on cutting boards, is that the juice will stop at the line. Even if you sand it, for hmm. whatever reason, because of the fibers, it's almost like the water uh, ten- or the surface tension of the juices. They go That's to that line, they kind of just hit, and then they'll just ride along it. But if it's a roundover, they'll just run right off the edge. Well, I mean, I mean, that's a that's an easy win right there. Yeah, that and it just bugs the crap out of Chris and JP. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he's team roundover for life. <laughs> you should just change your logo to a big roundover with a fox coming. I think out I'm of gonna it. go down here and I'm gonna I'm gonna change uh, learn your CNC to band. <laughs> oh, welcome, welcome to the club. Yes, Kyle says, <laughs> team champer for the win. 
it just i don't even remember how that started but it did and it's just been fun ever since because i think it's you got like it's two. good yeah Chris has got about two yeah, on there it's it's, it's good I, I think i have two on my team that's about it you're doing great at least you're not being picked last i'm, a, I'm an underdog right there you go. story of my life Got to check out uh, it's Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. It's all Tinker Workshop with uh, two eyes. Yes. Don't make the mistake I did. <laughs> Twice while doing the intro. Like, it, no, no, no. I. And if you read it fast, it almost looks like Tinkerer Workshop. Tinkerer. There you go. And then, uh, you know. If you'd like to support the Whatnot Podcast, always check out patreon.com, Whatnot Podcast. And uh, I was going to ask you, Chris, and I'll ask you, Chris, while you're here as well, just to get your opinion on it. I was thinking about doing the beforehand. You know, that would make me have to come in earlier than the last minute thing. But if we did beforehand a little backstage and then let our patrons in, what, what do you think about that? Like, would that have been a problem for you getting prepared? No, we were prepared at 830. Yeah. So. Oh. <laughs> We we were both here, so. So it'd be great. Okay, I'll just show up earlier. Yeah, <clears throat> we got you. So, uh, <laughs> did you attend this year's workbench con? I did not. Okay. Um, so, kind of my I, I I did the two prior years, um, and my big thing for that is that Tinker pays for that to go. So, um, and this whole kind of past year, I kind of took a, a a pretty big step back from being out in the shop. Um, we um, are still in the process, uh, really close to being finished, but um, uh, adopting a little baby girl. So um, she's, thank you. Uh, she has taken up my time in a good way. Um, and um, so obviously I, I didn't do as much work uh, in the shop to really fund making that trip. It, it's expensive. Um, it's still a good time being able to network with people, but, um, I, I live vicariously over Instagram through everybody that was there. There you go. Yeah. There's a lot of good yeah. photos too of a lot mm-hmm. of good people. I, I, the only reason I yeah. asked is because I noticed that you were the big winner of the Carolina boots one year. Mm-hmm. So funny story about that. Um, so my day job, I work for a church. Uh, so Sunday is a Monday for me. Um, and I only get a certain amount of those off a year. So I went to my first workbench con, um, in 2019. Um, and I had to be back for Sunday. So I was actually there for like a day and a half. And then I started driving back to Virginia um, uh, and I get a call cause you had to put your phone number on the card, uh, from Carolina that I won these boots and to stop by the booth. And I was already two States away. Uh, I was like, Oh no, I'm going to lose these boots. They're like, Oh, no worry. We'll, we'll email you this stuff. So they were super, super nice about it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, it was, it could, it was literally any product, any boot that they made, um, was, was what I won. Um, so I found whatever the meanest, baddest boot possible was. Um, and I mean, uh, I wish they still looked like that. Um, I still have them. Uh, I still wear them a lot. Uh, they're actually sitting at work because 
I was doing a lot of, uh, I was grinding our concrete stage to put a new finish on it. So uh, those boots are still going strong. I am mm. extremely impressed by them. They have taken just about, every, I mean, they've done fireworks shows with me. They've done all sorts of crazy jobs um, and, and still, I mean, I, there's no sign of them stopping. Yeah, I, I have to, I have to agree. Hold on. Minor, minor in horrible shape, but minor 2019s and uh, they yeah. are still, and, and I'm not a small guy. So usually boots wear out, the soles wear out, but mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I mean, they're still yeah. good. Like I can't put them, I, I have another most, pair that's clean, but these are the spray boots now. Yeah. Most shoes for me might last six months. Um, so to say that I've had them since 2019 and they'll still keep going is, is pretty impressive in my book. Absolutely. And this is not sponsored. We're just fans of Carolina boots, but I was yeah. curious cause you, you would want them. So you didn't buy them on purpose. You know what I mean? And then right. what your reaction was to them. So yeah, I honestly cool. had never heard of Carolina until Workbench, um, which was cool. Um, and um, I'm definitely a fan. Yeah, I, I, the only reason I got into him was because of uh, Mr. Paul Jackman, and yeah. and I was like, okay, he's not a small guy, you know, he's tall, and so I was like, yep. well, if he's wearing them and he's actually legitimately saying that they're good, I was like, all right, let me try them out because I've been through four or five pairs and I'd probably say about two years, and it was yeah. starting to add up, and then it was like 150 bucks for these, and they're still going strong. So, yeah, oh, I just got mine last week. Can't wait to see the pictures nice. of these, Carolyn. Oh, look, we got, uh, so uh, JP, which was funny, he sent me a picture that he had located, Mr. Ely. Um, yeah, they got to meet at Workbench Con. I think that was nice. their first one this year, so. it's uh, That's Chris, cool. Chris, unfortunately, didn't get to go this year, but hopefully next year. That'd be nice. Oh, the only way Chris will get to go next year is if Chris pays for it. <laughs> Yeah. Trying to convince our boss to send me there to, you know, <clears throat> market, but I didn't know you were that marketing. <laughs> well, you can't, you wouldn't it go. So I would go on your behalf to, to uh, market yes. and talk and, you know, mingle. Uh, mm-hmm. Mingle is a good word. There was another word I was looking for, but it escaped me. So I just went with market. Mr. Gary Jones was there the year I was there, 2020, but it was, uh, Oh, they took the Izzy Swan class together. I didn't know he had a class. Mm. I didn't know Izzy did a class. That's fun. That's better. I noticed that this year it seemed like it was in a, it seems like every year they pick a different part of that hotel, but, or the convention center, but the, uh, this year it seemed like it was in like this back corridor area that you had to walk through to 2020. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, I think, I think it looked better. You know, um, part of my background, I'm also an audio guy. Um, so workbench 2019 to me was terrible in the fact that it was in a giant concrete room and you couldn't hear anything that the like announcers were saying, or when they did little sit downs in their main talking area, when, when they had the breakouts, those were in ballrooms and they were carpeted. So I was kind of happy that they were, their main area was a carpeted area this year. Um, better for acoustics much better for acoustics especially the ceilings in that one because 2020 was in a large shoe box of masonry yeah. yep that was i can't was believe brutal. we missed each other 
I think I saw the shirt. I may not have known who you were at that time, so I apologize. I knew who you were during after that, though, because I yeah. keep up with the logos and I follow people to find out what they're up to. Cool. But yeah, no, that was I way agree. to brag, Kyle. Jeez, I mean, just rub it in. <laughs> the two Chrises couldn't go, and you want to just slap us in the face with that garbage. Mm-hmm. Now, did they give you ten percent off it for you saying that for next year's tickets, or? <laughs> <laughs> I swear they say that every year, like, oh, this year is much, and it does, it gets better and better each year, so I can't knock on that. Yeah, I know why he's saying that. He's saying that because he wants to be a teacher for CNC Vectric next he year. He needs to be. Ah, that's what it is, yeah. yeah. Learn your CNC at the WBC. Yeah. Oh, see, look, it even <laughs> flows. Man. Yeah. I got you, brother. I got yeah. you. Send him that email so he doesn't forget on Monday either. <laughs> Uh-huh. Okay, so the final one is um, okay. is is your shop. Mm. So what happened to your shop? Other well, thankfully obvious. that's thank thankfully that's the old shop. Um, when when was that? That was twenty seventeen. Um, we had just been in our home for maybe a year at that point. Um, and had uh, unfortunately an electrical fire in the shop. Mm. Um, we were thankfully we were home. I was uh, in the house and I uh, looked out my window and just kind of saw something. I looked harder and there were flames already through the roof of the thing. I was like, oh my gosh. Um, and I mean, it wasn't a, a big shop. It was probably like a eight by ten little wood shop. Um, but I mean, I had everything out there, uh, from wonderful dry wood to combustible items to highly combustible items. I had an oxyacetylene torch in there. Uh, that was real fun when that went. Um, I was going to say, I'm I'm surprised it's not more scattered than it is in that picture. Yeah. I I think it hit a pressure release because I could, it sounded like the gates of hell opening up um when that thing uh vented off um mm. yeah that was not fun i went through by the, by the time i got out there i went through probably four or five fire extinguishers um and then tried the hose and nothing was touching it um and unfortunately lost everything yeah so, so I, thought- yeah, I didn't i didn't gather more images but yeah there were you had some other photos of like your chainsaw and some other equipment that mm-hmm. didn't didn't fare very well yeah is that what happened yeah. to the x-carve that's what happened to the x-carve yeah so that yeah, was kind of the tipping point you know um of of the transition of 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 the shop for sure uh, of course, that that all happened. Um, that was in the end of February, top of March of 2017, which was um, our 10 year anniversary, and we were literally leaving the country like the week after that fire happened. So I'm like trying to go through with insurance adjusters and you know Lord. investigation to make, you know figure out the cause of the fire and all that good stuff, uh, all while trying to leave the country. So curious, what did they come up with was the cause? The ele- you said best, electrical, but yeah, their best guess was something electrical failed. Um, and because I was in the house, you know, I, I wasn't able to just initially catch it. 
Um, but I mean, you know, uh, it, it was a, a whole, the shop was made, you know, a, a stick frame shop, uh, plus all of just the very dry woods that you're, you know, making projects from, a uh, dust collector full of sawdust and lots of other items that, you know, that like to accelerate that. So it was kind of a, unfortunately, a perfect storm of, you know, what, what could have gone wrong. So thankfully, uh, didn't get our house. It did mm-hmm. bust out one of the windows from the heat. Um, but, um, was, you know, thankfully we were home, uh, cause that if we weren't home, we would have a hundred percent, we would have lost the house. Um, uh-huh. and that was, and that was a detached building. It was probably, I don't know, 50 feet or so, uh, 50, 75 feet from my house. Um, but it was, it, it was actually the fire was creeping through the grass, uh, uh, and, and going towards the house. So I was, I was out there with a hose, just keeping it wet, keeping it wet until the fire department got there. It's pretty amazing so, how fast the fire will dry that out. It's crazy. It's, it's one of the most intense things I've ever experienced for sure. And any, now anytime any, anybody has a, uh, campfire or something we've got like ptsd looking out our window it's it's understandable battery chargers yeah battery chargers going up yeah i've heard of Mm -hmm. that and as soon as you said that kyle or or posted that i'm thinking myself i didn't shut shut them off before i came in here i had some charging Mm -hmm. going speaking of leaving the country maker central in your plans um i'm honestly not familiar with maker central where's that at that's in england you gotta check that one out okay if I mean, you know, if you guys want to celebrate another milestone and want to go to England, there's actually a, quite a few maker couples that are in the maker community that went together and, you know, checked out England while they were there. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, it's it's a great community that way. That's what I like about it. And you're in the We Like to Make Stuff group, right? I Which am, is, yep. Okay. So I know yeah. I've seen your name a couple of times pop up, so I know I've scrolled past. Mm-hmm. The, you know, nothing you posted, but like more like comments. Because so when I was looking you up, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, I recognize this name and picture. Yeah, I'm most, obviously most active in like the Axiom groups. Um, there's two groups. One one that Zach had started, um, and then there's the, the more official one. So I kind of co-lead uh, the one with Zach. Okay. Um, so that would be the Axiom users group, I believe. I think it, I think it's Axiom. Uh, we specifically say owners, um, because oh. um, it's it's literally just a group for owners. Which of course we always get a lot of requests for people. I'm looking for a machine and thought you know Axiom might be good. And I mm-hmm. feel I feel bad sometimes denying it, but. That's kind of the whole purpose is it's the owners, the people that have the machines already that are trying to work through problems and uh, rather than, I mean, the other, I think the other group is perfectly fine for, you know, is this what I want kind of, kind of deal. Yeah. They've already taken the plunge. They've already committed to the product. So helping them out specifically really kind of cuts down on the, the beginner questions as well. That's the other thing is that exactly. you always have the, you have the same beginner question over and over and people forget there's a search feature. Yeah. It's no hard feelings. No hard feelings. Mm, it is what it is. What about extravaganza yeah. 2022? 
October 21st and 2nd. You know what? I have to admit, I didn't think about it, but this guy's got a point. Sweet mother of God, it's the perfect evolution of beards. <laughs> that is great, Polar Knights. Thank you, sir. Lady, gentle people. That. I used to, it used Viewer. to be down to about here. Yeah, this uh getting longer again i gotta cut it off but yeah no that's that's hilarious so you have yeah. no mustache with just the fu manchu you got the full beard no mustache and then you got chris there you go so uh as as far as he what for what we know it's planned in late october so uh chris kirch let me ask you this have you heard of the clean spores woodworking shop woodworking extravaganza the longest, I have the longest title ever for a woodworking <laughs> show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perhaps October. It's marketed it. on a bumper sticker because the uh, small yeah. stickers wouldn't fit at all. He's not kidding. <laughs> Free magnifying glass with every bumper sticker. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we we uh, we had a joke that it wouldn't fit on a smart car. It was too long. But, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, well, that's all the pictures that I put up there. So I do apologize. Yeah. I didn't have more but, on there. But what's your plans for 22? I I definitely really want to get back out there, really uh, dive back into projects. I've got a couple lined up right now. Um, probably after Easter, I'll I'll ramp back up. Uh, you know, again, my full time job's at a church, so. Um, uh, everything's ramping up hardcore for that right now. Mm -hmm. Just doing a lot of stuff. I I handle all the sound lights and set design. So thankfully, I get to use a lot of my skills, um, both at home and there. Um, but probably after Easter, I'll I'll get right back into it. Start getting content back out and just just enjoy. Just have have fun. You know, it wouldn't hurt either. Is uh your knowledge of that subject as far as the lights the stage the audio yeah. there's a lot of people that need help with audio but mm -hmm. if, if i mean there's for instance acoustics alone mm -hmm. just to tell people how to make simple room treatments i've seen a couple of videos oh, start popping gosh. out on that but just mm -hmm. the simplicity of just hey you don't you know don't throw a curtain and a mattress up but there's things right. you can do that yeah, would be good absolutely. content yeah yeah, we for definitely sure. never call it that for short. I've I've gotten backlash <laughs> on that before. Yeah, the KWS EX twenty two. I tried that. That was bad. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what's wrong with that. <laughs> it's great because of the hyphen. And if it didn't have that, then it'd just be funny. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, for sure. Oh wait, never mind. That's horrible. Yeah, yeah. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the club on that. Something tells me you knew it was horrible before you hit enter oh, yeah, to yeah. post it. Yeah, definitely I so. did. Why even leave the 20 out? Just go ahead and throw the 20 in there as well. Yeah. 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 So that'll be that'll be good. So you can find you on well, YouTube, it, on Facebook, and Instagram at the Tinker Workshop. Yeah. I'll throw that banner up real quick. Sorry to interrupt you, Chris. Go for it. Now go for it. Keep keep on rolling. Well, I was going to ask, um, you know, it, would you, if you have time later, maybe like to come on back and talk about sound and acoustics and, and video and things that a lot of people who, who might be watching this or listening to this or wanting to do more content, it wouldn't have to be more professional and industrial like what you probably experienced there, but, you know, on a, on a smaller scale, sure. you know, some tips to help people get kind of get into that. 
Yeah, absolutely. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be great. Matter of fact, because uh, we're we're in the process of doing that through our day job in a room that's still under construction that we're going to turn into video, right? Hopefully it'll eliminate some of that echo that we're getting from the concrete and the brick wall. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. <clears throat> it's almost one of those oh, things. We, we got to Go ahead, sir. Well, we got we got to ask the hot seat question. Yes, we do. We didn't oh. even ask the hot seat question. I was going to let you ask the hot seat question. That's why I was leading yeah, into it. Like, hey, he's in all these things and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, I forgot about it. This is how professional we so, get. Look, he's already down in the drink. Yeah, he's like, I, I'm done. This is out. I'm out. Yeah. If I finish this before you ask it, we're through. I'm just cutting the mic out and the camera's gone. See, look, Sterling would um, like, sorry to interrupt you. Sterling would like more help with sound issues. Absolutely. There's so many. There's so much. <laughs> there's so much. Anyways. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Hot seat question. So, so what we like to ask our guests and, uh, is, is, you know, this wasn't like hot seat. It wasn't too bad. Hopefully it was a little more conversational and sharing yeah. sort of things you're enjoying and all that. We challenge you to think of, uh, someone and maybe recommend them to either come on, mm. come on the show with us and talk about it. And it doesn't, you don't have to mm. give an answer now. Don't know oh, okay. anybody on the okay. spot. Yeah, but think about it and, uh, you know, maybe message them to message us or message me to message them and let them know, yeah. hey, you know, this is who you recommended. And, you know, we'll reach out and touch base and, you know, maybe we'll go that route. So definitely just, just a way to, you know, share the wealth and, uh, you know, get someone else on here to put them under the lights. Yeah, absolutely. Literally, you're un under the lights. So that worked out perfect. So. Oh, look at you go. Yeah, it's fun to try to do it that way. I'm looking at the screen. I know. Like, like, uh, Mike, uh, yeah. so Mike is over there. Chris is down there. I got it this hey, time. Yeah, you did get it this time. I get it wrong every <laughs> yeah. time. Uh, yeah, so. Well, I kind of I kind of nudged, nudged my shoulder so I could kind of. Oh, it's like a trick. Uh, yeah, I, I cheated. See I see it. That is smart. Mm -hmm. So I did. I'll, I'll cover this real quick. So that whole KWS thing. I had KWS Extra 18. And then when I mm -hmm. went to post that, I was like, sextra. I was like, nope. Nope, nope. it's got to go. That was an instant, like, just delete that whole post. Because so, yeah. he was saying that, honestly, he didn't think about it when, you know, it didn't even dawn on me until after I hit enter. So the hot seat for sure is fun. Um, I would like to have you yeah. back on as far as audio stuff, just in general. You know, maybe give people Absolutely. an idea. It's amazing how simple something as, you know, 3.5 millimeter to eighth inch, just fun, just the terms, just give them right. terms and what to look for and feedback. That's another thing I see a lot of people having issues with their echo, but mm -hmm. just simple things. That if they're trying to film videos in, we'll see you later. Have a good one. No, I'm just kidding. Nope. If, uh, <laughs> if they're trying to film in, in their house and, and they're editing and they're noticing the sound or something like that, like maybe we can have them kind of give us some, some questions prior to as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So would fun. love so we'll, to share on that. We'll do that after Easter when you're not as busy. That'd be great. Cool. All right. Well, yeah, we, we like, we like to wait till you're done with your busy stuff. And by then you'll be, Hopefully the adoption will go through and everything will be good to go and set in stone. Yeah. There, so we're hoping maybe by May that that'll be all awesome. finalized. So yeah, we're excited. Well, I, I wish you the best in that. Cause I know that is not an easy task. It's a mm -hmm. not an easy process. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, 
So, but worth it for sure. Yeah. Well, as a dad to three daughters, good luck. Thank you. Thank you. If you got any, let's have a conversation about that. <laughs> we we would need we would need a two episode uh, series for that at least to, to cover all that. Oh man, uh, daughters are different. Daughters are different. Love them, but they're different. Yeah, absolutely. And and they know how to cut you to the bone, making it look easy. That's what oh. I've learned. Yeah, it's that it's that, that look. Oh yeah. Mm. You thought her mom it, was after. Bad. No, 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 no. After after about five or six or eight years, you learn the tricks and you callous over. So the look irrelevant. Time that third one came along, it was like, yeah, whatever. Just get up off the floor. <laughs> get up off the floor. Oh. Anyhow, all right. So, so I, I oh, let me get this ready. But yes, I appreciate you coming on, taking the time to be with us tonight. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks so, for having I me. Rescheduled by the way. Yeah. Yeah, you had to reschedule, yeah, right? That, yep. Couple he was months, one of the yeah. re didn't you know we were one of the re no. Yeah. No. Yeah, you were one of the reschedules. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad you do the schedule. So yeah, well, you know, being down a month, you know, three weeks with COVID in and out of out of out of uh out of work not out of work, out of town. It made yeah. it interesting rescheduling some of the, the, the top name talent like Tinker Workshop. Yeah, just glad he decided to join us. He wasn't like, "Oh yeah, these guys are unprofessional. They have to reschedule four or five times." <laughs> yeah. Well, we appreciate you coming and coming down and yeah. uh, and visiting with us on this chat line here, or thank you, whatever this is. And thank you, everyone, for and, watching. Uh, yeah, thank you, yeah. everyone. And uh, go, go, go! Check out Tinker on any of those platforms and uh, follow, like, subscribe, whichever platform you're on, and. Uh, all the Learn a little something. Thank Ooh, you. He's got a lot things. to teach you. Oh, I gotta get rid of that. There we go. All right. So this has been the Whatnot Podcast. Wednesdays, nine PM. I'm Mike Z. I'm Chris, and this is Chris. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Have a good night. Thank you. <laughs>